is where business ideas and passions turn into profit. Napkin ideas are no longer tucked away in drawers, and women around the globe are turning their hobbies into million-dollar businesses. Welcome to Million Dollar Hobbies. Here's your host, world-renowned jewelry designer and Shop HQ celebrity, Victoria Wick. Welcome to another episode of the Million Dollar Hobbies podcast. Now, today I want to talk about social media, specifically social media for business, social media for small business, and how do you use them? What does the word social media mean? Uh, Do I want to invest time and money on all of them? Um, And also, do do you believe in advertising on social media and so forth? So let's just kind of uh, digest all of that and um, just look at one thing at a time here. What is social media? How do you use it? And, um, and is it worth your time? It depends on where you are in your business. Now, if you're a small business, social media could be a really, really great friend for you because number one, you might have a little time. You know, a lot of us who are small business owners, we work around the clock and, you know, you, even if you have um, 20 minutes in the middle of your day and, you know, you've got uh, your you know, kids at daycare or you're watching their tennis lesson or whatever, and you have a few minutes, you could actually invest that time to do your research, to do, to shape your branding uh, and all kinds of stuff. So yes, uh, it, it pays, but you need to have a long-term plan. It's like anything else. You need to have a plan and a strategy and a budget, budget for your time more, more than anything else. Um, I'm not going to get into social media advertising because that gets into the business part of this. And, and we'll talk about that a little bit too, if we get time a little bit later. But number one, what is social media? The things that I'm familiar with, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, let's see, YouTube. Uh, and there are a lot of other things like Snapchat and you know, so forth. Um, So let me just go over with you just a little bit of a primer for many of you, this could be a completely, you know, redundant thing, but uh, I just want to, for many, a lot of you who are even users of social media, you may not even realize um, the, what the designers of those platforms designed their platform to be. So when you talk about social media, don't think of it as all one thing. Uh, they're all, there are different reasons why each of them shine. For example, Instagram is unfiltered, you know, unfiltered moment in time. They're usually beautiful pictures. We use them for inspiration as opposed to YouTube. Uh, YouTube, is, the number one reason why people come to YouTube is to be educated. So a lot of times, if you want to know how to cook Italian food, or, you know, if you want to know how to make ice cream, if you want to know how to grow your business, uh, or how to use, you know, install a computer or how to um, uh, open up a camera, you know, you can think about, so education is a very big thing on YouTube. Um, Pinterest is where you do, you know, have like a board for all your inspiration and so forth. So again, you know, Facebook is when uh, people want to know your relationships, you know, your friends and what are they're doing um, and who are your, you know, uh, I don't know, reunion, high school reunion groups and so forth. So you can see how all the different social media platforms were designed for something and, but more than how they designed it, it's how users use it. So for example, if you typed in um, on your computer, on your search engine, ice cream, for example, 
um, on Google, it's going to show you the three nearest ice cream stores near you or four or five of them. But if you typed in ice cream in Google, in uh, YouTube, what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of how to make ice cream or how to store it or, you know, how to whatever. So again, if you wouldn't want to put the same social media post on the different platforms, you, you would want to change it when you're putting it on, on your Facebook versus Instagram versus YouTube versus Pinterest. So if you're a small business and you think, you know, I'm going to create one content, I'm going to be purpose because we, the word be purpose is like a big buzzword out there. And a lot of agencies will tell you, we teach you how to repurpose or we, you know, we create one content and purpose it all across your social media. Well, a lot of times it kind of backfires on you. It's transparent that you weren't authentic when you designed a, a post that's clearly designed for Instagram that shows up on you know, YouTube or Pinterest. So kind of be aware of listening to your buzzwords, but kind of understand also if you have, for example, a product that clearly doesn't belong uh, on one platform or another, don't waste your time on it because you're not gonna get traction on it. You don't have time. And uh, it's just kind of like a fighting uh, your battle uphill. So for example, let's see if you were, uh, let's just give you an example. Like if you're a car, if you're a Ford motor company and you were uh, in charge of their social media on Instagram, you might have a picture of, you know, um, mom, dad, couple of kids and a dog, you know, having a great old time. Even if it's a video, it's going to be a quick little, uh, hey, we're having fun. And, you know, this is fun day, Sunday. And this is, you know, how our Ford is serving you know, my family. Uh, if you were, um, you know, on Facebook, it might be a very different ad, um, you know, a different kind of thing about, you know, your mom likes it, your, you know, your um, cousins love it, and everybody else has got the, the Ford, and you're going in a caravan, I don't know, you know, something along those lines. So again, you know, you've got different, um, you need to figure out what makes the product shine. So if you, you know, own a local, restaurant and um, you know you specialize in something that's really local you know don't waste your money and time uh, advertising something that's all around the globe for example <clears throat> you, you want to be able to you know localize um, your location and you know you might want to do a contest or two or three uh, and and just kind of bombard that geographic area you know and you can do this you, you can't obviously tell you know facebook and so forth it's limited to just um, your local area but you can still um, give the illusion that you know if you're in um, san francisco and you know you are in the vicinity and you could have um, sort of the you know you're going to overreach at some point but you're still going to be able to get your message out that way um, the other thing I want to talk to you about social media for business is this. Um, a lot of times when we own our businesses and we are the face of the company, sometimes, you know, you are uh, the, the line between your personal post and your business post is a little bit blurred. Um, it's okay to show that you have a family. Like if my branding, for example, you know, I'm a working mom, I have an amazing family, and it is all about you could have it all, you know, I have an amazing family, a great career, and I have, you know, a decent amount of money, and I have time. So in that sense, if I showed um, me having a great time with my family, 
uh, that would be a part of your branding, but be careful about being making on any of your posts too much about you yourself. I mean, if you show that you could, I could be an inspiration, you could be an inspiration um, and that you could enjoy life with your product and so forth, you can do that. But just make sure that whatever you post, it's not about you, it's about your product and it's about how your customers use your product. So that's very, very different um, parameters that you're gonna need to do. The other thing too is um, stay away from too much selling on uh, social media. You know, people come to social media, people check out their Instagram, Facebook, um, all the different platforms so they can chill out, you know, after a long day, they chill out or they are curious about what somebody, you know, a friend is doing or maybe your cousin's doing. They don't want to be bombarded with, hey, I've got this sale. Here's a coupon. And, you know, um, you know, we're having a, a great event. Kind of mix up the, the things. You don't want to, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I have people that whenever I pick up the phone, they always need something or whenever I have to pick up the phone, they're I'm trying to sell you something. You, you know, most of us, our instinct is to stay away from people like that. You want people to ask you, how are you? How are things going? Is everybody okay? So social media is no different. There's a, an etiquette. You know, what I do is I have an editorial calendar. So like, for example, for Instagram, you might, you know, I'm just suggesting this, by the way, you might have um, Monday mornings, it might be, you know, uh, motivational Monday. So you might have a motivational quote uh, on Monday, you know, it could be, uh, Martin Luther King Monday, it could be whatever, you know, really, I mean, find these quotes that are inspirational to you and how it impacts your days and your life and why you like it and how that's going to carry you throughout the week, right? On Wednesday, you might say something like, hey, you know, um, this is Wednesday and we have, you know, amazing sales coming up on Saturday, Sunday, if you want to check us out or we're launching something new. And again, be very, very careful about how much selling you do on your social media. On Friday, you might do, you know, hey, this is fun Friday or it, 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 anything goes, but have a theme so that, cause people, you know, people, we are creatures of habit. So if you do Monday motivational, Tuesday, you know, uh, Wednesday, um, a little bit about your product, Friday's fun day. Now Friday fun day, it could be depending on what you're selling, it could be that, hey, uh, if, let's say you are selling ice cream. It could be, oh my God, you know, this is fun Friday. Uh, I looked out the window and I saw this gorgeous, you know, uh, I don't know, mint flowers. And we came up with the mint ice cream day or, you know, so you could sort of marry your product there on Fridays or it could be, hey, you know, uh, I'm having wine with my um, girlfriend, so-and-so. And by the way, her favorite ice cream flavor is, I mean, can, do we do wine and ice cream at the same time or do we do one or the other first? I mean, you could kind of make a fun day out of that. So you could do, again, you know, social media, you need to be able to inform, inspire, and you can also entertain people. But what you don't want to do is constant selling all the time. And, um, and then the other thing too is, if you're going to be active um, on social media, make sure that you take an interest in your customers' lives as well. So it's not only about you. So, you know, if you find, if you're an ice cream, um, you know, lover and you're selling ice cream, and I don't even know why I am keep talking about ice cream, but I started with that thought. So I'm going to finish it with that thought. 
if you're an ice cream vendor or if you're an ice cream designer or if you're an ice cream manufacturer and that is your Instagram and you see other people enjoying ice cream, it could be your customer, potential customers, you know, go and find out, you know, like their posts, comment on their posts. You don't have to comment on all of them, but you know, my rule is I like and like, like twice and then I'll comment on the third, for example, so that it doesn't like your random person just stalking them. So again, you know, um, I would say basically whatever you do in real life as a person um, is what you do on social media. So remember to understand, to recap this, this um, session here, understand the platform. People come to YouTube to be educated about something, to learn about you know, how to do something. Uh, Facebook is all about relationships. So you know, who, um, you, 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 on Facebook, you, a little bit, you get a little bit more about the events in their lives and who do they celebrate it with. You know, they got birthdays coming up and what do they do on birthdays versus graduations and so forth. Uh, Instagram is a lot about of the moment, unfiltered moments, and it, they tend to be younger, you know, so something like, I, I think something like 70% of the people that are under the age, 18 to 30 um, have Instagram accounts and they're users of that. That's really a um, great demographic for you to work with. But if your customers are mostly, uh, you know, 60 and up, Instagram is probably not going to be your number one um, go to social media because most people at that age group do not, do not use it. They don't know how to use it. They don't use it. Uh, Facebook actually tends to be older, much older. So, you know, that could be more of your, you know, wheelhouse. Pinterest is another one that's absolutely fantastic. Pinterest actually, actually has a very large uh, grouping of people that actually use it for uh, everything from home decor to anything that could inspire them. And it has a very, very high conversion rate. So if you're a small business, that could be something you know, if you're a product that's visible. I mean, if you're selling services like um, you know, a, a plumbing or you know, selling um, you know, your teaching, that would not be ideal for you, but you can still use it. It just wouldn't be ideal for you. But the whole point here is do your research, do your homework, make sure that you are polite, um, make sure you treat everybody on these social media platforms the same way you wanna be treated, which is treated with respect, you want to like an interest, take an interest in their lives and they'll take an interest in your life and your business and your services as well. And, and stay away from just nonstop selling because they'll just shut you off. Easiest thing to do is delete somebody from, from their you know, contact list. So make sure that you, you know, inspire them, entertain them, inform them. And, um, and if you do them, and then also have a strategy, meaning that your following isn't going to grow overnight. I mean, we, we do, I want to talk about bots too, because you can buy them. When you buy them, you know, have, you know, somebody has a Instagram account that's got a lot of bots because you can buy it. They'll actually give you so many, uh, you know, followers. Uh, there's many different ways you can actually buy them through agencies and so forth. But, you know, when you see somebody who's got 50,000 friends or followers and they post something and they got 50 likes, that's a pretty good sign that they, you know, they really don't have authentic followership. So the best thing to do is grow organically. And the way you grow organically is being interested in their lives, investing the time, doesn't have to be two, three hours a day, could be 20 minutes a day, but be consistent and have a strategy, like I said. And, um, and if you are blessed enough where you can teach somebody, you can teach somebody how to cook, you can share. I mean, if, I'm not a professional chef, but you know, if somebody asked uh, about Korean cooking, I can do that because I kind of grew up in it. So if, you, if you're blessed enough to be sharing, um, teaching, 
learning from other people, it's an amazing, amazing um, way to grow, get to know them. And also what I love about Instagram too is, or you know, or all of the uh, uh, social media, is that you get to earn their trust a little bit. You get to earn their trust a little bit. And if you play it right, you can also even get them to cheer for you. When, you, when, when they sense a vulnerability and you need help and you've invested that time and they see you as a friend on it a lot, um, you can actually cheer for you and that's a huge thing. So I hope this was helpful. Um, I'm not you know, like an expert in this, but I do have between all of my social media followers, you know, Pinterest and all the different um, accounts that I have, it's over 50,000 people. It's not huge, but uh, it's all organic. So I just wanted to bring you that little um, primer of you know, how you use Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, Snapchat uh, into your business and how you can be effective uh, without being offensive. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay safe and be happy. And remember, happiness is a choice. You've been listening to Million Dollar Hobbies, where we turn dreams into reality and passion into profit. According to ancient Chinese proverb, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Congratulations on taking that first step today. For more information on how Victoria can help you turn your hobby into a million dollars and to download Victoria's free ebook on passion-based business ideas, visit milliondollarhobbies.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player.